0: And uh, welcome to Technically Speaking. I am Aaron. It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, I'm joined by Peter. Hi, man. This fine Saturday morning, as we record. Have you been? It's been a while.
1: It has been a while. Um, took time out of our busy schedules to
0: reunite. Yes, because uh, you know it's been. I've been back on placement. You've had a lot going on with uh, the retro. Your uh-huh. uh, your company. For anyone who's not heard before. Yeah, we're just going to shoehorn that in, yeah. No, I'm just, no, I'm genuinely just bringing it up because it's it's an interesting thing. People, not that many people do it. People do more conventional things than run a business, especially at um, our age, you know, so. How's teaching? Uh, good, good. It's now over for another five weeks uh, and then I'm back in for five weeks and then apparently at the end of that five weeks, I should be trusted then in August to go into classrooms and actually just be a normal teacher. Are you going to tell them about this podcast, Felix? could be doing with a promotion um <laughs> probably no, not probably not no. i can imagine that would be around the school and about yeah like yeah there's not, that's not um but uh-huh uh huh it has been a while it's been how long about you did a wee solo episode just to keep people going no no so that that, that never came to be um maybe at one point we'll do a solo episode each or something like that and just it's trap. really funny. I I did not do that. I, I was like, oh, "I'll not
1: do." I'll be so podcast. Keep things. We didn't do that. Just
0: uh, didn't. Oh, fair enough. You're a busy man. You're yeah, a busy man. Busy, but yeah. Um, also,
1: also was just like,
0: I don't really know how to talk to myself uh-huh. for that long. <laughs> so, I was like, so ah. uh, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I think that's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, you could uh, fall down a rabbit hole and just waffle for a wee half hour. You yeah, know, not,
1: not too sure how much. Or five listeners want to hear that. Uh,
0: I know. I mean, the two A's are bad enough. And if we half that, <laughs> then it could just be worse. Unless, I mean, it might just be p- that people hate me. I suppose we'll never really find out. Um,
1: <laughs> the great part of podcast analytics yeah. is you
0: never know. Aye, uh, so um, uh, it's been a while. We're back. We'll be back over the next sort of five weeks again. But I'm thinking thinking this is this is a bit of... A planning on air however i'm thinking over the easter holidays i've got easter off if you're free at that time we just we just rattle a few out definitely i'm up for that um so we'll do that and hopefully we can keep it going week to week and then we'll get to the summer and then we'll be able to keep it going over the summer as well and then before you know it it will be. I'll get wrapped up because you're a teacher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, will, it will be September weekend, October week, <laughs> half term break, Christmas. <laughs> and then Me coming into your school on in service days, <laughs> just to record. <recall. laughs> this is actually CPD. Um, so, uh-huh, we're what does that rec- mean? Uh, like continued professional development. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Recording a about podcast, is, is it? Yes. Um, Aye, so basically we're going to try and keep it as weekly as possible because we'll that's what we've wanted to do. It um, we'll see how we get on. Hopefully, you've not missed us too much, and you're quite excited that we're back. Um, there's a few things that have happened in the time we've been away, and a few things that have been announced, and a few things that we wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to start though with um, foldable phones. They're one of those things that, uh, to me. As so, the, uh, if you've not listened to the show before the week, kind of tends to work is that Pete's, Pete's the info, man, and I ask all the questions because well, not being a total luddite, like, uh, obviously, I would say I probably have about the sort of average knowledge for somebody of. of no, uh, no, no 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 wait! Total side
1: topic. How much did you pay for that lucid?
0: It uh, one pound. You did know it says one pound ninety nine <laughs> on it. Do you know? I was wondering why you were looking at the bottle, but uh, yes, I paid one pound for it. and What a saving! Uh, Half price. Sorry, when you go, yeah. Um Ah, uh-huh. so foldable phones. um There's been a few announced. Uh, what Huawei the latest ones to mention? Last week,
1: or at the end of February. So basically, what happened was. Every year around this time of year, there's a, a thing called Mobile World Congress. I don't know why they give it such a fancy name okay. when it's, it's just companies... It sounds phones. very
0: United Nations, doesn't
1: it? Well, it's in Barcelona, so it's not even like it's in the States. It's like it's in a, a European stronghold. Oh. Yeah, so this happens every year. And all the companies come together and they basically show off their, their latest handsets. And um, yeah, this year there was a lot of um, folding phones. So, so, I mean... The big one was Samsung. So the probably Samsung
0: Galaxy Fold. That's probably the one to lead on. Uh, that's the one we're going to start talking about. So, I mean, just, just from the way it looks, it it looks quite striking, obviously.
1: So for anyone that hasn't seen it, like, just Google it, watch a YouTube video, because, you know, there's been a lot of tech news, people, you know, um, criticising the design, saying parts of it look ugly and stuff like that, but I think it's important just to take a step back and realise that we have phones that now fold. uh uh-huh. That is wild. Uh That is unprecedented. Regardless of, oh, the camera might not be that good or it might have a small crease. We have phones that fold now. That's just insanely cool. It's like...
0: Tomorrow's it's world. It's stuff. like
1: tomorrow's world, yeah. It's like something that, like Tron uh-huh. or something like that. Like it's or Iron Man, like something that Tony Stark would have Aye. invented, like,
0: like the kind of thing that Q would have handed James Bond. Exactly right, exactly um, right. I,
1: I, uh, so yeah, you're right. It's it's got
0: a very striking look. I don't know if you want to kind of describe how it looks. Um it, uh, basically it looks like it's almost like two phones that are like sorta of you've put a mirror down between them and they are like symmetrical, but then it's You've sort of just put them together. It's like all the way around as one, but it just sort of b- it just bends in the middle. It's really weird.
1: Yeah. Um, so, the way that the Samsung phone folds is it folds in the way like a book. Uh-huh. And um, the reason I'm explaining this is because not all the phones fold in like a book, other ones fold out the way. So, what the Samsung has to kind of deal with is because it's got folding in like a book, there it can't fold fully flat, otherwise, there will be a like a, a wrinkle, aka ah, uh-huh. I don't know, a line down the middle. So basically, it folds up, but there's at the end, and I don't think you can see it from the photos that we're looking at. But the f- it's very thin for most of it, but then at the end, it becomes a little bit thicker because they've got to have like a rounded part at the
0: end uh-huh. to stop it from. Ah, uh, you, you, uh, you couldn't, you could A fold, do uh, you, c- you a c- fold. That way, you know, you fold a piece of paper and then you press it down and you've got that crease. That would essentially be you yeah. what it would be I like. I don't know why the word crease didn't come to mind, but um, yeah, I was like, a line, a
1: thing, <laughs> um, a fold, a, fold, uh, um, yeah, a, a crease. A uh, crease uh, is probably b- a really good way of describing um, it. So yeah, so basically, um, if, if I'm hoping that you've all stopped the podcast, looked at it, you can now see what it looks like. So you've got this massive screen... You've got the notch on the right hand side for where the cameras and stuff go. You're folding it like a book, but then the thing that they've got on the front of it is they've got a third, well, a second screen uh-huh. on the front. And um, can you see that?
0: Yes, yes.
1: I'm just making sure because I, I, the picture I'm looking at doesn't show that. So basically, you fold it up, and then once it's in the folded state, you've got a smaller screen. It's got massive bezels at the top and bottom. But the whole point is, it means that even when the fold, um, even when the phone is in a folded state, you can you can still do stuff on it. On. That's actually, I mean, it's ugly. So, mate.
0: so, so the ugly. question, I mean, it is it is quite ugly. Like it looks very two thousand and six.
1: Yeah, I mean, not folded out. No. It's really funny, like how the phone manages to go from looking like something from tomorrow's world to when it's folded up, it looks it's like a ten year old phone.
0: Something from yesterday's world. Yeah. So, th- 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 I suppose the question that people would ask a lot of the time. Like so, when any new piece of technology comes out, so that could be anything from, uh like like plasma TV to go to go away from the cathode ray tube. It's obvious why you would do that because you get a or like LCDs. There's now like basically an yeah. OLED, LED, AMOLED. OLED. I, um it's because you get a better picture quality. It's easier to situate. It doesn't take up half your living room. You're not basically sitting on the TV watching the TV. Um, all that kind of thing you get like obviously when smartphones first came about where like the iphone and they began to become popular it was obvious that it's just it's a step forward we can do this and we can go on the internet on our phone now we can do we've got apps we can play games we can message people whatever so i suppose genuinely the question i genuinely just want to ask is why would you have a small a a, a small a foldable smartphone I think
1: the end goal is that you don't need a tablet, you don't need a big device. It means that you can do your day-to-day stuff on a on a screen size which fits in your pocket, but then you can literally get a device that then folds out to be to, to do more complex tasks. You know, you can multitask on it, you can have three things open at once. What you're seeing here, I think, is the convergence of different devices. And obviously the goal is at one point, you've just got one device that you do everything on rather than so three different devices. So how, how big is the screen when it's folded out? 7.3 inches, which is about the size of an iPad mini, mm. if that gives you some context. Okay, because okay, it looks,
0: it almost looks quite square when well, it's
1: folded out. That's just due to the fact that when it's folded up, they need to keep the aspect ratio. Uh-huh. So it's still quite up and down when it's folded. So if you're just folding that out of the way... It does give it more uh-huh. of a square aspect ratio so um, you're right
0: yeah uh-huh so just i mean what and what kind of wh- what kind of price would you be looking at well th- these phones no one's ever going to buy this is the first i mean
1: obviously they're ready for consumers but no one no one's gonna no one's uh, gonna.
0: well i mean it's one of those things that pl- plasma tvs wear like, oh, like two or three grand, two grand so
1: I'll, uh, I'll run you through the specs so obviously you, you have two screens one that folds you've got 12 gig of ram half terabyte of storage um, three camera lenses and a four thousand three hundred and eighty milliampere battery, split up into two sections because of the fold. So it's fairly beefy, but the price is also beefy. It is a uh, one thousand five hundred
0: and fifteen pounds starting price. Oh my god! And um, it is that? Are those the base? That's the base specs. Yeah. And um, <sighs> can I just, um, just my full, word. Full, full
1: shadowing? This is the cheapest one that's out.
0: <laughs> the Samsung's the cheapest one, yeah, and it's fifteen hundred pounds. It's one thousand nine hundred eighty dollars. That translates oh. to roughly one thousand five hundred and fifteen pounds. Oh, just when you thought the iPhone X was looking very expensive, there you I go. Know. I know the the old foldables have come out. So, do you think that's something that Apple are going to uh, go into eventually with the foldable phones? Well, do you they'll think they'll take people away from the uh, from the Apple Car and uh, put the money on foldable smartphone?
1: Well, it came out this week from a source in China that Samsung, who make obviously foldable screens, they're offering their foldable technology to Apple. Because at the minute, um, at Samsung, they make the screens for the iPhone X, the iPhone XS. Those OLED displays are made by Samsung, so rumour has it that Samsung have offered Apple the foldable screen as well, so very, mel, very well may be the situation. Man.
0: Fair enough. Is, are there any other uh, contenders that we have?
1: Yes. So my favourite, it's my preferred option, it's the Huawei Mate X. Okay. Um... So for those that know how to pronounce Huawei, that's how you say it. But for those who don't, it's the Huawei, the brand that you always see. Huawei. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, Huawei Mate X. It's called. So it got announced at um, Mobile World Cong- Congress, the same as um, the Samsung. Um, and the main difference is that it folds round the outside. So rather than folding in like a book, it folds out. Okay. Um, so a really different way of approaching it Um obviously because it folds out the way you don't need to deal with uh, a crease as as we
0: But it's just the one screen this phone rather than having the other the separate screen on the
1: so it's just one big screen that folds up They don't need to have another screen because right. Basically what happens is it folds out, but then when you fold it one side of the screen just goes black That's you so you can use it in both situations Fair enough. Um. So, when you open it out, you've got a full 8-inch 8, eight inch tablet, pretty much. And when it's closed, you've got screens at the front and back. Okay. So, um, and it's got a little grip on it. So, basically, to fold back, it folds back, but then it clicks in to, like, a slightly thicker part. And the slightly thicker part is, first of all, to keep the screen in place when it's in its folded state. But also, that's where all the cameras and stuff like that are.
0: Oh. Um,
1: yeah, it's, um, it's also 5G, mate. 5G, 5G, oh, 5G, 5G.
0: Um, so yeah, it, it looks really cool. Um, I've just, I, I've got to say right now, I've, I've just put a YouTube video on and I've seen somebody fold it out for the first time. Yeah, and it looks so odd. Really?
1: That well, no. Who, who made? Who made the video? Because there's a really good one by The Verge. Inside
0: see the channels. See if you look up The Verge's one. It looks. But Fantastic. it's just—it's no, not odd in the sense. It's odd in the sense of it. A phone shouldn't do that. A phone yeah. shouldn't fold like but it that. But do, it does—it does look relatively seamless, though. Like oh, it looks—it looks—it oh looks—it looks, oh, it looks, it looks it look apart. It completely. looks lovely, man. But um, so yeah, this is probably
1: my implementation of the folding screen that, that that I prefer. Like I like, obviously. You've got the issue of does the screen get more easily cracked or scratched because it's always weakened it's and always it's weakened out? Every time uh, uh, that yeah. And obviously, it's not a glass screen, is it? Because how does a glass can? Surely, it hold? wouldn't be glass. So it'll be a, it'll be a form of plastic. So y- we don't really know the durability of those screens. So there, there's a lot of things to look at. Do you know
0: how we would find out the durability of those screens?
1: Jerry Rig. Yes, mate. A wee, wee, wee shout-out for your new favourite YouTube channel. He, he'll
0: do it. Um, Jerry rig it no, all it's not my favourite. It's not my favourite YouTube channel, but you know. It's, yes, um, don't lie. It's your favourite. Ah, it's not who's your favorite YouTuber. My favorite YouTuber. I don't even know if I have one these days. Nah, I don't either. Uh, I really liked Vsauce for a while, and because he he really done a good line. And you know, YouTube is is great to use as an educational tool, and it's accessible for free. And then uh, decided to make a YouTube uh, premium YouTube premium or series. YouTube, YouTube so red it costs like two forty nine an episode. And or you're going twelve pen a month. And you're going uh, well. Little what about thanks. what about that? What about that free education? Uh, Michael, you speak Oh, uh, uh, that r- it did rail mate, It really annoyed it me. It looks like it did, man. That's um. aggressive. Nah. well, that'll that'll see him. I'm gonna. So he's got a uh, he's got 14 million subscribers. So this is a, another wee thing we've got because um, he done the whole mind. So he done minefield, minefield, and then uh, he done that with the guy off mythbusters. I want to say Adam. Um, He's really cool, I like the like, boy from Mythbusters The last time he released Is it not over a year now? Free video was a year ago And that was a trailer He must be making mega bucks. Oh he must be But the thing the thing that I find quite weird is It doesn't actually show you How much um, How many views The premium episodes have had mm-hmm. Do um, you think They're hiding it because it's not good enough? It's one of those things that it's... So he's done the three series now over the course of a year. It's called YouTube Originals. Cracking game. I wonder where they really that. Yeah, because YouTube pay for it, don't they? They bankroll it. Uh-huh. So And obviously, it'll make his sort of... It'll make his quality of videos better. He'll get to do more. And I understand that. But at the same time... You're a greedy We get and want free videos? I get you. I totally agree with uh, that. It's not, it's, not, it's not greed from my point of view. I just think... If you're going to, over the course that you have your channel, pedal YouTube as an educational tool for free, for all, to then limit that because people don't want to spend twelve pound a month on YouTube when they spend uh, enough other costs exactly, going out these days. Exactly, and I just, I just, I think it's quite hypocritical. I mean, I could be totally wrong, and I could be getting the wrong end of the stick, but that's how I see it. Anyway, understandable. But we're talking about Huawei there. Um, Obviously Chinese company, you said the phone is five G, which is a big step forward. Um but obviously there's been a lot in the news lately about the sort of controversy over five G and, and why it's controversial. Um and it's because of Huawei pretty much. Apparently. Um, um Tell me more. I did not know that five G was the cause
1: of the generally didn't know that five G was the cause of this controversy. Well
0: they they're heavily involved because basically I, I read a great article on the bbc the other day and i, I can't find it it's, it's disappeared but Hello darkness, <laughs> i'm really sorry about that man i know okay? it's uh, it's still um it's still raw um <laughs> you mean oh no no <laughs> i played the wrong word no <laughs> there, we go, there is, you it go um, sorry sorry but the wound is still raw it's uh, <laughs> so basically the um they are heavily, because they've they've got 25,000 members of R&D staff alone, Huawei, in China. Um, the company's a private company. It's been owned by the same man who was, he was born in the south of China, like in a really poor area. Basically, he made his way up from nothing, turned Huawei into, I think, they sell the second highest number of handsets. They're huge. Of any company they are in the world. Huge. Um that in basically because it's a private company they can they still run for profit obviously but if they don't make as much of a profit because they've put millions or even billions into the research and development then they could see I mean they probably will end up the number one mobile phone company or handset company in the world Um so basically obviously that's why they've got the foldable phone because they put that much into R&D but Basically, people think they're in cahoots with the Chinese government and would use all the... So, they would ha- basically harvest the 5G data and feed it all to the Chinese government. And there would be hacks galore. So... There was a similar example. Is it, why, why is that limited to 5G, though? Surely that would happen with 4G devices as well. But they've got... I think they have essentially the biggest sort of... They're the the front runners with it and they're the ones that are most heavily involved in its development. So, the thing about 5G is, and I don't know...
1: I listen to a lot of american podcasts about this so i don't know how much it really ties in but basically it's to my knowledge there isn't like a set standard for 5g yet so people don't really know people say 5g but they don't really know what that means so for all intensive purposes it could mean an hd movie that streams or a 4k movie that streams in seconds uh-huh. it could be it could mean you know the ability for autonomous vehicles to communicate with each other in with
0: lightning-fast times, and that's what allows 5G to kind of come into play. From what I'd heard, 5G is going to be, like, well, five, to six after speeds. five to six times faster than 4G. Yeah.
1: So, obviously, so so Huawei also make, like, the antennas, and they make a lot of, um, like, network infrastructure stuff. Uh-huh. So, like, the actual antennas, which are used to help give us signal, like, Huawei makes them, as well yeah. as the handsets. Uh-huh. So, um, I think that, the, the, my understanding of it was that you can easily go buy a phone from Huawei and you, they're not they're not tracking you at a device level so it's not like you're gonna put in your Facebook password and the next thing you know the Chinese government's gonna have it i think they I think the actual potential damage is that at a network level so they basically see everything that goes through the network so say o two say they buy all their netf- network infrastructure from Huawei okay basically the idea is why we can see everything that's flowing through that auto network
0: well basically um a lot of it comes from uh, a lot of the sort of worry comes from so uh, th- there's obviously the african union and the african union headquarters is in i think it's Addis ababa in ethiopia you right? said
1: obviously that is not obvious my boy i have no, no idea did i really. say obviously yes <laughs> say obviously? so they like
0: you're blowing my mind right the, now there, Tell there, me. Is, there is obviously an african union the same way there is a european yes, Union, right i get kind that. Of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Their headquarters is not obviously in uh, Addis Ababa, and I'm sure it's in Ethiopia. Okay. Um, so, Africa's biggest sort of export partner is China, and they do most of their business. The African continent does most of its business with China. What so are they?
1: What are they importing and exporting? I
0: don't. I, don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't actually know. This was just mentioned in this article I read okay. the other day, and I've got one up here okay. the Financial Times. So, uh, the African Union built this brand new, like state-of-the-art headquarters in Ethiopia, um, and all the sort of, all the all the network systems, or whatever you would want to call it, that were put in place, were mainly built by Huawei, and it turned out that five years later, the Chinese government had hacked it every single day, and taken, oh. a- <laughs> and then obviously this led to a pure lack of trust between... Africa as a continent and China and obviously economies suffered because if there's a lack of trust then economies don't do well and um basically as well while we have built most of Africa's telecoms infrastructure along with ZTE American company. Are they American company? No, I don't think ZTE are are American. Or uh, they're a Chinese company as well? Yes. Um, They're so a multinational. The so exact same. There is a lot of um worry. It was like, so basically no side has come came out and neither confirmed nor denied whether or not this has happened. But this is what has been rumoured that it was reported by um a French newspaper, uh, Le Monde Afrique. Um, and China's denied it, Africa's denied it. But there's obviously there's no smoke without fire, so there's obviously something there. So a lot of the worry has come from that. Wow. Um, so that that's makes why sense. people yeah. are like, because if, ha- if they do it with Africa, then they would do it anyway. Aye, of course. Yeah.
1: Um, and I mean, this isn't the, this is not the first um, incidence of kind of Chinese companies hacking per se. Um, did you hear about the big hack in October last year? No. So I'm going to give you the, the Bloomberg um, title. It was Bloomberg that made the article. It's this amazing long form piece of content. Okay. And I'll put it on social media. It's amazing. So the headline is, The Big Hack, How China Used a Tiny Chip to Infiltrate U.S. Companies. The attack by Chinese spies reached almost 30 U.S. companies, including Amazon, Apple, by compromising America's technology supply chain, according to extensive interviews with government and corporate sources. So basically, what the article um, alludes to is that Chinese companies make all of the microchips and chips that are in American consumer products. Okay. Chinese government were part of that supply chain and got an extra little microchip put in them all, that allowed them to spy on
0: everyone in America. Ah. Uh-huh. So I mean, there's there's forum for it, um, but it is one of those like, sp- how many times have we spoken since like, since the sort of the birth of this show that. Privacy is a, such a driving
1: factor, I think, at the moment. Uh-huh. Like you've got Facebook, which is having scandal after scandal. How many episodes of we sat and
0: spoke about oh, it's Facebook's been a privacy? Constant, it's been a constant thing.
1: And then you've got issues like this with the Chinese. And then you've got, I mean, everything at the moment seems to be stemming around privacy and technology's impact on your ability to actually have any sort of privacy. Aye. Now, I think that we spoke a little bit off air about the fact that It's probably quite a reasonable assumption to make that there's probably British or American companies spying on us, as well as potentially the Chinese. I thought you could maybe go on and talk about that a wee
0: bit. Definitely. I don't think any company, or any government, sorry, really doesn't want to have an idea of what its people are doing. I mean, we've we've got a government uh, who's led by people who want to privatise the health service. And want to uh, get rid of the Human Rights side. Real nice people. So I don't really buy for a minute that the Chinese are the only ones doing this. I would say the American government is probably just as bad. Isn't? Was there not things that came out about the American government? It was, or was it uh, the CIA? we basically spying on their people. So I mean, yeah, uh, like it's just it's just hypocrisy, really, if they're doing it as well. Um, I think also the owner of Huawei's daughter was arrested in America and stuff like that. Huawei's now came out two days ago um, and said they're going to sue the US government for the ban on their products. Because um, I suppose, unless they've got concrete evidence, which they might well have, they can't enforce a ban without any any evidence. Um, and that'll be costing Huawei millions and millions of pounds.
1: Yeah, because there was there not a story about Chinese executive, eh, so not China. Um, one of Huawei's executives been arrested in Canada. Is That's that really what it ref-
0: was, and it was his, it was his daughter. Yeah,
1: and in China were demanding the release. Uh-huh. The, the government were demanding that um, she was released. So it's, um, it's a, f- a fickle world, I think it's, it's crazy. But I think what, what I don't really want this type of stuff to take away from is the fact that you know this Huawei phone, too grand, it looks amazing. And if you wanted to import one from China, I
0: think you could, could probably do so without living in a world of fear and paranoia. Oh, definitely! I've got a Huawei phone. At the end of the day, the Chinese government can take what they want from my information. So as long as they don't spend the no money that I've got, then do what they want me. I'm, I'm ultimately not caring to be honest. Um, but are you? Are you? When, you, when you say
1: that, when you say that, is that you saying you don't care if you're spied on? Because fundamentally, I don't like the idea of being spied I d- on. I don't like the
0: idea of it, but I are mean, you, if I if I buy an, if I, if, I buy an Amer- if I buy an American phone, then it would probably happen with the U.S. government. Yeah. Or if I buy a British phone, it would probably happen with the British yeah. government. Is there any British phones? Is that a thing? Surely there'll be phones that are mine. Are there any British phones? That's a good question. Because obviously Samsung yeah. are Korean. Korean. Then you've got Huawei, who are Chinese, Apple, who are American. Okay. Um, I found a Wikipedia article. Oh. Let's see what we've got.
1: Okay, I'm going to see if you know any of these companies. Right. D- I've not heard of any of them. Right. Binatone. Aye. They make
0: house phones.
1: Oh, so it's normal phones. Aye. So you're right, you're right. Okay, so Binatone. Then we've then got to the Bullet Group.
0: I've never heard of the Bullet, Bullet Group. Bullet spelled B U L L I T T. And then is that how is that how steve mcqueen bullet is spelled i think so yeah um they make phones okay cool um
1: what else we got kazam you ever heard of kazam? kazam
0: k-a-z-a-m i mean i don't know okay I've heard, of one. The I've heard of one
1: i've heard of wiley fox what what wiley fox they make some cool phones man is that a thing yes uh wiley phone spark if i remember right is their phones
0: Kazam is a UK based smartphone brand established in 2013 by former HTC employees. Oh. Let's have a look at that. There's some literally of nothing
1: else in their Wikipedia article about that.
0: They look utterly horrendous, those phones. Uh, genuinely abysmal. They look like HTC phones that were brought out like 15 years look
1: ago. Look at Wiley Fox, though, because their phones look nice. Wiley Fox. W I
0: L E Y Fox.
1: All one word. All one word.
0: Wiley Fox. Smartphones and accessories. Let's see what we've the got Fox here. The Fox and
1: the Furious. March Madness <laughs> sales.
0: Oh. Oh, those are... Oh.
1: But they're quite affordable. And if I remember right, they're really popular on Amazon.
0: Let's have a look at their Swift 2 range. <laughs> they are very affordable.
1: In terms of pricing, they're fantastic,
0: aren't £100?
1: they? £100? Yeah. So that Midnight Blue one, is that the one that you're looking at? That is exactly the one I clicked on. It's lovely, isn't it? It's a really nice design. It was £189. So is that... That's a fingerprint scanner on the back as well. Oh, that's not bad, by
0: the way. That isn't bad at all. 3GB
1: of RAM, 32GB of storage, an SD card. 5-inch
0: curved screen, uh, 4G, 8 megapixel camera. I suppose the megapixels don't really matter as long as... uh, 3GB of RAM. Mm.
1: No, you get a 16 megapixel rear camera as well.
0: Oh, so you do. So it's got two rear cameras... Android Pay, some NFC, obviously NFC stuff if it's got Android Pay. Charges by USB-C. USB-C, sorry. Sorry. A small in-joke there. That's that's
1: actually really good, fair play. Peace of mind, UK brand. That is the best thing ever. Oh, British. I should be doing that for the retro. Why buy from (laughs) us
0: British brand? Best of British. It's like when you see those things and it's like, only British beef. It's like, I, I don't if it tastes better and it comes from the Netherlands I don't really care (laughs)
1: Um,
0: that's very fair very fair uh uh-huh so uh, uh, obviously uh, we'll get back to we've went down a wee rabbit hole there but obviously I thought we could wrap up there to be honest with you uh I was just going to say obviously I I would care if people were if, if it were one government spying on me but the fact that I'm not likely to avoid it um Means that genuinely, what what can you do? What can you do? Just not have a smart, just not have a phone. If you want a phone, you're going to have to accept that all this may be happening with the, the Illuminati. Um, and I think
1: it's tough as well because um, companies like Facebook and the likes, you know, they they're the ones that get a lot of the Oh. Uh-huh. But I think it's tough because it's still hard to determine. Even if they were to encrypt everything. It's still hard to tell whether the network level could potentially gain access to it. I don't think they could. So, like, if you send a message from my iPad to my iPhone via iMessage, that's fully encrypted, and you know, no one can no one can actually see the information there. Uh-huh. But there's so much information that's just kicking about that's not encrypted. So I think that's what that's why there's such an onus in these companies to become more privacy focused because if they if they make everything private, theoretically it means that these companies like Huawei who are potentially spying on us and all these other companies that make the network infrastructure, it avoids them from
0: having any sort uh-huh. of influence. But, you know, I mean, if you look, just, I think I've mentioned this a few times, you just need to find a video about how Google's privacy policies changed since it, first, since it first came out, and that, that tells you everything you need to know. And Google are an American company, and... Everybody uses it every day. The the amount of requests Google get every day just keeps increasing. Like um Google's now a verb which I just think is insane. Aye. Google it. That 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 tells you. Google it. Google just it. Google it, it, just it and that will tell you. Yep. Um even if you were to bing it, people would still say Google it. Um ask a Jeeves it. <laughs> just ask G- a Jeeves. Jeeves. It. Just I just ask big Jeeves. Uh I think I would call that I'd say that's time Call it a day (laughs) We'll call it a day there Taxi for us Um, So uh, How can they get in touch with us Peter? The the lovely listeners I've reversed this You've
1: You've reversed it on me Um, Yes So first of all Thank you for listening If you've made it to this point Thank you We really appreciate it Um, Tell your friends If there's one thing that you can do for us Is if you know someone who likes tech Just send them a link Just ping them We linked technically speaking We will be forever grateful Yep if you do want to get involved in the show, you know you are able to. We've got a website, technicallypod.co.uk. That's got a link to all of our social media feeds, and it's also got a little contact form that folk can use to submit questions.
0: Oh, that's kind of, that's that's an nifty wee thing. There, exactly.
1: So rather than telling you all the five different ways that we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just go to the
0: website. Just go to the website. Have Te- a nosy. Technicallypod.co.uk. is the way to spell it. Um, any questions at all? Could be. Could be what. Could be what. My shoe size is. It could be probably won't I mean, reply I mean, to that on air we may just email you back uh-huh. but you know if you get an answer to your question you get an answer to your question um, aye, could be whatever anything at all so if you've enjoyed it uh, also if you aye, if you have enjoyed it leaves a five star review on iTunes because that would be tremendous for us um, anything else before we go Peter nah mate just need to bop to this outro music we're just going to bop to the outro music now so that was Peter I am Aaron goodbye have a lovely weekend.